Blog Talk Radio. There was a time I was so afraid, so scared to do what I wanted. In looking back, I can see all the mistakes that I made, and I wish that I could talk to me and tell me I can change. Don't be afraid, just walk with your Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Safe Recovery. This is Monica Richardson, and I am your host. Today is September 22nd, 2015, and we're going to talk about people who have been raped, your children molested or you molested, or sexually harassed or 13-stepped in Alcoholics Anonymous, or in the culture, meaning it happened by a person, covered up by that, uh, it all is part of it. Here's the thing. So why do people not go to the police. And I think, you know, I wish I would have said this in the film, but I'm going to say it here. The reason why I think people don't go to the police is they're embarrassed. So first of all, it's pretty difficult when you get raped. Um, and when you're molested, it's even more horrific. They're both horrific. But people are embarrassed that they're members. They're embarrassed that they were members, that if they go to the police, they'll say, oh, where'd you meet them? Oh, well, I met them at AA. And then they look at you like, oh, look at you. But the world has changed. We have all kinds of people that have become members of Alcoholics Anonymous, right? We have senators. We have our freaking Mr. Drugs are. Mr. Michael Botticelli is an AA member. You have these big movie stars. You have Chuck Lorre. You have all these people who have sort of made it cool somewhat, right? I don't think it's cool. I think it's a horrible, horrible place. I think it's filled with antiquated nonsense 1930s thinking, belief system. There is no science in Alcoholics Anonymous. There is no real therapy. In fact, I was at a party and somebody was saying, well, you know, well, isn't it good? We were, you know, we were just asking them questions and they, were, and they were like, well, I thought AA was good. Like, you know, they sit around and they talk to each other. And, and I said, yeah, well, there's nobody in charge. And he said, well, but isn't that that's what's good, you know, that you have all these people who can share, you know, their experience. And I said, no, that's actually not true. Like the way that people share... Right, we're going to put little parentheses around those. In an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, it's not like you would if you were in group therapy, or even in a smart recovery meeting where there is kind of a dialogue back and forth that's run by a trained leader. And you know, smart recovery meetings are not perfect either. But to me, they're like let's put AA at a one, and we can put smart at an eight compared to Alcoholics Anonymous and what happens in a circle if you are in a group therapy session and you have a trained therapist, you're going to have somebody who's leading that group. And someone. And in AA, you have to talk that certain way. And if you don't know what that's like, then you don't know what's going on in AA because there really isn't a healthy communication, right? 
you have someone who shares for three minutes and then the timer goes off and you're not supposed to cross talk and it's a strange share, sharing always about yourself and I got to tell you that there were very few meetings where there was compassion uh, there was that kind of sharing done at the women's meeting, the last women's group that I went to. People were like, if somebody shared something terrible, people would say, oh, I'm so sorry, that's really horrible, and something like that happened to me. So there was empathetic listening because a lot of those women had gone to therapy. But I'm just, I, you know, I'm a little upset because this is just still going on. Big time that, you know, if we, people need to speak out. That's all I want to say. I'm speaking out. And I'm really getting ready to protest. You know, I think that it's, I watched this documentary on PBS, and it was about um, people who were here from other countries in immigration. And this young girl made this, somebody made a documentary, and she's sort of the lead protagonist in the film, and she tells her story, and they came, for, I believe, from uh, Colombia. Eventually, you see them out on the streets, so why aren't we, I mean, I think we need to. So somebody, I think what, this is what really got me pissed off. If you really want to know what got me ticked is this. So somebody sent me an email, okay? And the email is talking about this big event that, of course, guess who it's going to be? Bunch of movie stars, 10, 4, 15, unite to face addiction. The U.S. Surgeon General and White House Director of National Drug policy to join over 650 diverse organizations in a coalition effort to mark the day the silence end at the Unite to Face Addiction Rally. Hmm. We're going to have the cast and co-creator of the show Mom, Allison Janney and Chuck Lorre. We know Chuck Lorre is a stepper. I have no idea about Allison Janney. Love her acting, love her work. I don't know. We're going to have Joe Walsh and Steven Tyler. Uh, we're going to have Loving Mary, Cheryl Crow. Wow. I mean, I I, don't, I didn't know about Cheryl Crow and why she would be there. Uh, you know, so you have this group of people, and they're all going to get together to hold their real big push-push again about this 1930s Alcoholics Anonymous. We're in recovery. No. And this stupid guy, Greg Williams, the co-founder of uh, his movie called Anonymous, The Anonymous People. I just like want to throw up here. Uh, I think we should go. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can go. But I think that if we could get a group together and people could protest, pedophiles are in Alcoholics Anonymous. Alcoholics Anonymous is a dangerous place. Um, stop court ordering people there. Whatever. I pasted it on Facebook, uh, this page, facingaddiction.org. Facing it with what? With AA, they still think that that's a good idea. Wow, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm like so sick of it. I think that we need like, I don't know, Buddhists to come forward or somebody or, it's, it's really. Um, I know it's not getting bigger. I know AA, I know that AA is shrinking. I know that, and uh, I know it because when I went back to some meetings as an activist which, by the way, I went to some place last week to put flyers from the movie, for the movie. It was screening at the Awareness Film Festival in downtown L.A. It was gorgeous. It was really wonderful. It played at the Regal Theaters. But if you have been raped, molested, 13-stuffed, or sexually harassed, you want to call in to 818-475-9211. Call in right now. I'm doing a short show. I'm going to do shows every other week. 
as I continue to do some screenings and seek distribution. If you want me to come to your town and you have a university that we can show the film, a group of professionals that want to see the film, please contact me at makeaasafer at gmail.com. Call in at 818-475-9211. If you have been a victim and you would like to talk about it. Um, Okay. So, uh, you know, this whole thing, I mean, I feel like that this pushback from Hollywood is like their last straw. I mean, imagine if the show Mom that Chuck Lorre is produced, if they were promoting Scientology or they were, you know, the propaganda was about being Muslim or Mormon or it would be like, wouldn't it be breaking the FCC rules propaganda? Isn't isn't it just one big propaganda? I think it is. This show is well written and the acting is great. Um, let's see. Uh, I have a pile of pages that I have been printing for a long time. Um, and let me see. This is coming from a person. That was a private email. Um, let's see. West Ashley Mann sentenced to 25 years in girlfriend's strangling death. Um, a judge on Tuesday sentenced a West Ashley man to 25 years in prison for strangling a woman to death in a domestic dispute. This happened in Charleston, and um, it's like a very sweet, lovely lady, and they met in, the couple met in Alcoholics Anonymous, this states. His sentence was set as part of a negotiated plea agreement that also saw prosecutors drop the sexual assault charge against him. Why do they do this? Why are they dropping the sexual assault charge? So so he sexually assaulted her and then he killed her and then these prosecutors are going to drop. What a sick, sick world we still live in. That is so messed up. Hawkins' body was found lying on the living room floor of her home at the Palms Apartments on August 20th, 2013. The complex is located off of Orange Grove Road. Surveillance images shows showed Reagan using the woman's credit card to buy beer and liquor after her death. The Ninth Circuit Chief Deputy Solicitor Bruce Durant said during the man's plea hearing, oh my God, this is like just so gross. Oh, this, his attorney said that the man suffered from bipolar disorder and alcoholism. And both conditions contributed to the violence committed by... No, he did it because he did it. Alcoholism is not a reason he killed her. That is such fucking bullshit. You know what I mean? That is not the reason. The reason is is that he is a violent killer and he's a rapist. Let's see. It says here, both conditions contributed to the violence committed by Reagan, who when sober was often viewed by others... As an amazing man. Mm. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, uh, you know, um, there was a woman who was beaten up by a guy in AA. Oh, I'm going to contact this woman again. Um, let me look at sex offenders, our good con artists. Here's a good story here. 
Mm. Oh, I don't know what that one is from. I'm just looking at uh, sexual harassment stories. These are... Uh, hold on a second. These are like a lot of Gmail stuff that I have. I have a thing of all... Hold on, we're going to get there in just a second. Hi, Tom. Hi there. Hi. Um, yeah, I decided to do a show last minute. I was going to do one on pilots and extortion, which, by the way, if you are listening, pilots, nurses, doctors, lawyers, judges, anyone who, I think police officers too, are all being extorted. You don't know the difference between being coerced and extorted. Extorted is illegal. And I highly recommend you go on to Stephen Hassan's website, S-T-E-V-E-N-H-A-S-S-A-N website. He is a cult expert who I heard speak. And you can look at the different things that make something a cult. And it definitely has, I I would think, it's got many components that make it a cult, Alcoholics Anonymous, regardless of whether you want to call it that or not. A toxic group, yes. But even, if somebody tells you that if you leave here, that you don't keep coming here for the rest of your life, that you're going to die, you're going to go insane, or you're going to go to jail... That's a cult. If somebody says that only we know, only we, this group of fucking numbnuts, can help you, that's a cult. That is a cult. So the cult leader is dead, Bill Wilson. So who is the cult? The cult is be- the leader. It's like the leaders become AA, like it's something, some special secret something, which is what I say in the movie. My husband keeps making fun of me the way I say it, but it's okay. <laughs> it's some AA is not some special secret something. But as there's another young woman who was a victim of clearly sexual slavery in Louisville, Kentucky, that it is that it's like its own secret society, and people think that it is. And then people will say, oh, no, it's not. And, well, it's just groups, and it's not connected, and it's all connected. So I, you know, I just think that um, it's really bizarre and that if you're a child, if you were underage and you were uh, you were sexually molested, it's a crime. And there is no statute of limitations of sexual crimes on children. So if you were seven or eight or 14 or 15 years old and that happened, you can press charges now. You could come forward um, and if you have already, excuse me a second, I just need a rough little drink of water here. Um, that if you, I, I do know there are stories out there listening and say that this didn't happen to you, but you remember the story that happened in Oregon that a lot of us, I think it was posted on Stinking Thinking. Would you please post it on my page? So you could post it on my Facebook page. You could post it on my Leaving AA Facebook page, my deprogramming page. Um, if you're in that group, it's a private group. You can't, it's, and nobody, not just anybody can get in that group. So you could post it simply on Monica Richardson, or you could go to my leavingaa.com, my blog, or Stop 13 Step in AA, my blog, and you could say, you know, hi, this is um, this is that story. Any story where someone has been was raped or child molested, where they pressed charges and the guy went to jail, just give me that name of that story and I'll give it to the reporter. Because right now we just need stories that have been vetted and not that the stories. And I've been told many, many stories, but many people have not gone to 
to to um, the police. Now I know some very recently where they did go to the police, and the cases are still open. Um, so um, yeah, I would like to say a big thank you to all of the activists that are out there, and they're all over the country. Some are in San Francisco, some are in Vancouver, some are in Ohio, some are in Florida, some are in Atlanta, some are in New York. Hi to Stephen Slade. Hi to Karen Parker. Thank you so much for coming all the way from your states to see the film and be with us. And it was really fantastic to sit in the theater um, knowing you were watching it. And it was really great because Karen Karen actually <laughs> would yell out at a certain time. And it was one of really great for me to hear um, <laughs> some of the things that she said to the screen uh, out loud, which was really, really um Good and funny, but it's not funny what happened to her and to her son, um, who was uh, assaulted as a four-year-old by an Alcoholics Anonymous member. Okay, um, here's an interesting story. This came out of Cleveland, and it says, um, the jury trial of two attorneys accused of helping a non-convicted sex offender trying to bribe his victims began Tuesday in Cuyahoga County Common Police Court. And um, they wanted to get keep the attacker, Thomas Castro, out of prison. Castro pleaded guilty last week to two counts of bribery and is expected to testify in the case against the former attorneys for Mark... I can't even say these guys' names. Dumbass and G. Timothy Marshall. A third attorney, Anthony Calibri III pleaded guilty to charges in the same case earlier this month, along with an additional public corruption case. He was charged in involving bribes of former county commissioner Jimmy DeMora and former county auditor Frank Russo. Um, Dumbass was representing Castro in the criminal case, and Marshall, who shares office space with Dumbass, was helping Castro get into Alcoholics Anonymous, anger management, and sexual assault counseling. Marshall also was looking at a potential civil settlement and made an attempt to find out what numbers she, the victim, might be comfortable with for a settlement. Weintraub said that the Castro was under the impression that he was facing a range of sentences from probation to prison, and the offer to settle for damages was viewed as one that would be shared with a judge in an attempt to show Castro was owning up to what he did so he could catch a break. That's what this case is really all about. The trial continues Wednesday in front of visiting Judge Patricia Cosgrove. And her, this judge's name is spelled Patricia, last name is C-O-S-G-R-O-V-E. This is out of Cleveland. Hmm, I have my friend I think I should call about this this case. Um, this was printed on May 2014. It's an interesting case. Um there was a rape trial in Lancaster. Let's see, Fairfield County Grand Jury in April indicted Johnny Castor, 48, of Lancaster on six counts of rape and one count of attempted rape involving four women. Castor's defense attorney, Scott Wood, in motion to separate the cases filed on May 20, argued it appears that the charges related to four separate alleged victims on four separate occasions, separated in time by months and even years. I guess I'm going to have to sit here and be reading my um, my rape cases. So for those of you who are just tuned in listening to see what I'm doing, there is a journalist who's already been telling the stories I've turned around to 
probably tens, I don't know, I think 10 people. She spoke to 25 or more, I think, did she say 50 different people. If you were raped, molested, um, sexually assaulted, and you went to the police, and the case got closed, and they went to jail, that you can uh, verify this story, please contact me at makeaasafer at gmail.com, and I will pass it on to the journalist and connect you. Now, the story is going to be told. It is in a very, very big um, online um, news uh, format for agency. And if that's not the case, but you have a story that right at the, you know, you say, oh, remember that story, and you have a link where that happened, please just post it, okay? Come to my page, come to Leaving AA, and send it to me, you know, through my email, go to Leaving AA, or you can go to, you know, Monica Richardson on Facebook, make sure it's uh, it's not my music page, because actually I don't check there um, enough. There's John, he... Um, he just logged in. Hi, John. Uh, we have a few minutes left. I decided just to do a short show because of the conversation that I had with somebody today. Um, but I just feel like this whole thing with the extortion, with the pilots and the doctors and the nurses, it's coming to a head, and people are doing some great activist work with that. But my main focus... Until I get distribution. I mean, it's like I like my, my hands. You know, the movie touches on everything, but it's about predation. It's about rape. It's about murder. It's about molestation. It's about sexual harassment. And I want to just say this again because it really was a, you know, the light went on sometime last year when my assistant and I were talking. If you held a job in Alcoholics Anonymous when this happened, you were a secretary, you were a a coffee maker, you were a greeter, you were a sponsor, you were uh, a DCM, you were a GSR, any kind of job, you are being of service. You are now a volunteer in Alcoholics Anonymous, and the laws regarding sexual harassment are in place. It is a real nonprofit. I don't care if it's a little meeting in a little church. In you know, and, and in fact, if the meeting takes place in a real business like a coffee shop, like the Bliss Cafe, or at Chase at a Chase Bank, you know, in one of their rooms in the West Side Pavilion, in uh, somewhere that's a business, and you ha- are sexually harassed, just the basics, okay? Never mind all these other worse things. You can sue. Alcoholics Anonymous, the General Service Board of Alcoholics Anonymous is completely linked to every group that has been okayed that is in those books that show that this, these are meetings of Alcoholics Anonymous, and they're connected. And they're connected, why? Because it says so in the service manual that the General Service Board of Alcoholics Anonymous is responsible for its members, for the fellowship and its members. And th- these are real laws that govern a 501c3 out of New York and also the ones that are here in California or whatever state you're in. So this whole idea, like what's what a GSR is, take a look at their stupid pamphlet, and it says the idea of the GSR, the general service rep to connect your little group to general service in New York. Okay, guys? So it's totally connected. Why would you have a DCM? Why would you have an area why would you have the Pacific region? Why would you not have a prasa, right? Or you have a central region where you all gather together to talk about your stupid shit in Alcoholics Anonymous and how you're going to promote your ridiculous agenda from the 1930s. 
because you're all connected, aren't you? When I brought a CBS reporter and my filmmaker assistant to Prasa down in San Diego, they were shocked how organized Alcoholics Anonymous was. They were like, what? Everybody likes to think that it isn't, and oh, well, you can't really do that. No, yeah, you can. Yeah, you can, and it's going to happen. So not just the wrongful death of Carla Brada, but all this other stuff that people are furious about, Go trying to go get mental health and have some asshole come in and say, you need to go to an AA meeting. Really? That's a religion. Let's put that, what else do you have for me? You know, let's talk about naltrexone. I, I would highly recommend seeing Claudia Christian's movie, One Little Pill. You can rent it. You can buy it on Vimeo. You can buy her book, fantastic book. That really helped her. Ken Anderson has a great program called Ham's Harm Reduction. 17 elements, a lot of people leaving using that. Smart Recovery, good program for abstinence base. Got a lot of good things in it, moderation management. There's a place called, there's Andrew Tatarsky. You can find him in New York if you need a therapist who's non-12-step trained. The Center for Motivation and Change, Jeff Foote has great people that he's trained. If, even if you don't live in those states, you could actually call those two centers and you could say, do you know of a therapist that's in my town that's been trained in this way so that I don't have to listen to st- even therapists who are not steppers but who are brainwashed by this? Right? So, you know, um, okay, here we go. Here we have an N.A. story. Here's a guy who tried to run over his girlfriend, and uh, that's different than, you know, sorry, guys, it's not rape, but he says he attends 10 Narcotics Anonymous meetings a week, and he follows he follows all the strict rules and remains clean and free of the drugs or alcohol and even nicotine. Cranston says he is the first client ever to actually complete. Oh, my God, these people. Here's the other thing is to, to get a comp, just to compile. I thought of this, but i got to tell you I'm pretty busy. To compile a list of all the reporters, whether it's from, like, the Seattle Times and, like, uh, this is, you know what, this is the next project I'm going to do. Every one of these stories, and I'm telling you, I have a lot of them here, we get the names and the emails of these reporters who report to tell the truth, and we can um, send them emails, and uh, I can send them emails and tell them about the movie and let them see the movie. Well-known Seattle counselor jailed an attempted child rape case, written by Jennifer Sullivan. A well-known Seattle counselor and head of downtown drug treatment center is being held without bail at the King County Jail after he was arrested for investigation of attempted child rape. Wow. David Scratchley, director of Christian-based Substance Abuse Recovery Center in Belltown, was booked into the jail early Friday. He refused to attend his first court hearing on Saturday afternoon, where King County District Court Judge Arthur Chapman found probable cause to hold him on investigation of attempted rape of a child in the first degree and communicating with a minor for immoral purposes. Wow. Okay, maybe this is... Scratchily, 52, is suspected of attempting to rape a 10-year-old boy, according to the police. Okay, there's a story. Um, Again, there's kind of very few minutes really to talk here, guys. I know there's a few of you in there. Hi, Timothy. Hi, John. Hi, guest. Uh, Let's see what Tom said. Um, Let's see. We have two minutes left. I'm Monica Richardson. My email is makeaasafer at gmail.com, and don't let that email scare you. I created it when I was first in AA, and I left in 2011. 
I encourage you to go online and to look for stories about any kind of rape where something was done and that person was put in jail and that you send it to me and you post it and you repost them everywhere. That these stories and that these victims need a voice and that Hollywood needs to be um, challenged for promoting such shows where... It, I mean, it's ridiculous. There's another movie coming out with um, with Bradley Cooper, who's also, you know, in AA. I believe so. And he, see where... Because I've heard him... You know, read the interviews. You know, he said he's sober and all the language that goes along with AA about, you know, the opening of the trailer says, you know, I haven't had a drink or a drug. I mean, I'm just going to go give... Oh, my God, if I see another freaking movie like this, I'm on... It's, but you know what? I know the tide is turned. It's turned. And there are going to be some great things happening this fall, as well as letting you all know that if I don't get classic distribution by early December, I'm going to self-release the movie. Okay? So I've waited a long time, and I'm trying some other things, and if I don't get distribution, I will self-release it. I will sell DVDs, and I will sell it eventually digitally, and you can you know, through Vimeo. But again, I thank you all for joining me. I don't know that I'll do a show next week. I'll do one maybe every other week right now. I'm dealing with some real serious stuff that I have to take care of. But like, if you have any of these stories that you have seen, and I encourage you to write to the journalists that write these stories. That's what I've been doing. So you, you know, send them and thank them for telling the story and tell them what you what happened to you. Again, thank you. The show is over. I'm Monica Richardson. This is Blog Talk Radio. Safe recovery. And you have a good evening. And take care. I see you next week. Bye-bye.